You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, Al, so what's on your mind today for this podcast? I will tell you what's on my mind today for the podcast, Jerry. Uh, Gio was uh, called into the program today. He did. He uh, took a week's vacation to have a baby. Which I felt, which for me, I kept saying, Gio's on vacation, he's on his boat, he's doing this, and we knew what the deal was. We knew he was uh, having a baby, but uh, he wanted to wait till uh, all clear before announcing his new baby so he he got a a new baby girl her name is summer ray summer ray giannotti and then eddie and i were talking we're like you know this is awesome for geo and but we still have zero like thoughts or regrets about not having children and in some ways it feels weird to me Wait, he, he had... Uh, Eddie was saying, you know, this is all off the air. Eddie was saying to me, you know, this is all great for Gio and all. He said, but I still have no feeling like I missed out on something. Because you don't know any better. Because I don't know and any I better, And I wouldn't right. either. I've told you this before. I didn't want children. Yeah. I didn't... It was never in my thinking. It was... It was. I've had conversations trying to persuade my wife not to want to have children. Yeah. And had I not, I my brother never had kids. And I don't think he misses that at all because he doesn't know any better. He gets his fill from my kids, my sister's kids who are now older. But he feels like he is shared in every bit of their lives, and I, he's fine with it. So I get that. I totally get that. My friend John, one of my three friends, he had no interest in children, mm-hmm. did not want children, uh, and ended up having a baby girl Okay, who I think just is heading to high school now. Right. I, there is, he is so into it. Yeah. And had, I am telling you, this guy was like me. Yeah. And And now he and his daughter go to Pittsburgh. They drive out to Pittsburgh. They go to Penguins games together. They go to WNBA games together. Like, listen, you can always take the doom and gloom side of things. What if my kid turns out to be a problem? And I, 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 I certainly get that. The odds of that happening are not great, number one. But, man, I'll tell you, when it turns out good, and it certainly has for me so far with my two, there's nothing. My, I told you, my little guy hit his first home run the other night. The the joy and excitement on his face and all the – and hopefully that's the first of many – and all the hours that we spend together, you know, in the batting cage in the backyard. Like, I love it. It's to me, keeps me going. I feel like it keeps me relatively young, and it's time that I just spend with him like I did my older son, whether it's in the batting cage or on the basketball court or whatever – and then to see them go out there and, like, do it on their own, 
it's it's uh, there's nothing like it. There really is, and I know that's a cliche thing to say. It's also really true. They say having children, Jerry, can change a man for the better. Or getting a dog can change a man for the or better. Or getting a dog. In fact, getting the dog confirmed I didn't want children. <laughs> I, I can't barely well, figure out. Well, it depends. Out. But in fairness, you're doing that on your own with very demanding hours, um, with really, um, you don't have a lot of wiggle room when it comes to sleep, and now you've got a dog that's driving you nuts to go out in the middle of the night. If you did it together, like if you were married and you had a had a child, yes, you're going to have some rough nights for sure. But I know in my case, there were also nights where my wife would tell me to go in another room and just close the door and sleep. You got to go to work tomorrow. So there's two different ways. You know, if you lived with if you lived with Gina or were engaged or married and you got the dog together, right? You team up. You got the weekends and she's got during the week, and you can certainly make it work a lot better than what you're dealing with as a single dog parent. Well, even uh, Gina for the last two weeks took the dog two nights in a row, which was un- was tremendous. Yeah, that's part that exactly a, what I'm talking about. It's a big help. It sure is a big help. Part of, you know being single is awesome. I'm sure in a lot of cases, and in other cases, hurts. And that's one if you're going to get the dog. How about you? Got to think then, single parents, whether it's a single mother or a single father who it's has impossible. the kid the whole time. Yeah, my niece is a single parent. I mean, what is the demands on that? It's incredible, especially when you're the only one making money. Yeah. And so my parents end up watching her daughter often. Um, her, her her sister and brother watch her daughter often. But it's tough. You go to work for eight, nine. She's a nurse. And eight, nine, 10, 12 hours. Then you come home. You got to be mom now. And there's no dad to help. Right. It's really tough. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. They're separated. And I think he doesn't even live in the, I'm not even sure. I don't even think he lives in the area anymore. Yeah, I have a hard time just like, ca- like, being able to count on someone, mm-hmm. right? So like, I don't like that I have to have either Gina walk the dog or a dog walker come in. Just like I would feel weird like if I had to have my parents watch my kid, only because I, I don't know, I don't like to have. You want to rely on anybody else? Yeah, I don't, but I don't that's either. not good. E- but. But you, you have to, right? And you should be able to rely. I think on the friends first few family. times you do it and it works out. It's like anything. The more you do it, the easier and better it becomes. Yeah. So I think that's why a lot of new parents are so protective of their first child. And they don't go out to dinner or anything unless the child's going with them. That's right. Or I know for us, we weren't I'm trying to think. So for Matthew, I don't think we really did anything for at least a couple of months. And then it was, you know, her parents came over for the night so we could go out to dinner. And then it was like the first sleepover when he was like four or five months old. We felt like he had finally was into a good sleeping pattern. He, they'd be okay. But I, I remember her being very uneasy that night, you know, wondering, is he okay? What's going on? And I remember saying, as long as we go there and he's fine, we're good. Don't worry about what they did. They raised us. Your parents raised you and your sister. Like, they know what they're doing. And as long as we don't get a phone call and you show up and the kid's healthy and good, great. But it's harder for the, at least in my experience, it was harder for my wife than it was for me. And then you always hear from people who have multiple kids, especially if you get up to like five kids or oh, something. How about how about our friend Brian Monzo? He's got Monzo, seven right. kids. That by whatever kid it is, third kid, fourth kid, like how different you are in raising that kid at, as a baby. Like how you're experienced. Yeah. So how less like you're not treating the kid like a glass object that's going to shatter. You're right. And yet they're most of them are all different. So like. Matthew, for instance, was a 
was a really good sleep. He started sleeping the night after a month, and he was a good sleeper. And then he went through a phase as a like a like a four year old where he would sleep no problem, but he'd be up at six o'clock in the morning. And then all of a sudden, at like seven or eight or nine, all of a sudden I'm going to sleep till ten a.m. I was like, wow, this is awesome. And then Joseph comes along, was horrendous for the first not month, the first thirteen or fourteen months, the first year and change. He didn't want any part of sleeping, and he was tough. And then all of a sudden, one night, he went to bed at whatever time it was, 8, 9 o'clock, and was still sleeping like 8, 9 o'clock the next morning. And ever since that day, the dude doesn't want to wake up. So there are days I go home from work now in the summer. He's still sleeping at noon. I'm like, dude, wake up. Let's start your day. I've been to work already. Like, I'm having dinner at 5 o'clock. You haven't had breakfast yet. Let's go. Right. So just different, you know. But you still, you feel more experienced. You have an idea of what you're doing. That is funny. Once you get to like teenagers teenagers, and, you know, these hours that we work and you get home and it's like they're not up yet. Or how about when you wake up for work and they're still up? <laughs> That's happened many times. Yeah. Many times. Matthew's up with his friends on whatever, playing MLB The Show. That's usually where I find him. I'll get up. I'll get in the shower, get out of the shower. And once everything's off and settled, I'm like, is he, is, what, what do I hear? And then all of a sudden, they open the door. I look downstairs. The lights on. Go downstairs. He's got the headsets on. He's playing MLB the Show, listening to music and talking to his friends at the same time. Mike, uh, you know what? Whatever. It's 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 two forty five in the morning. You're almost seventeen. Do what you want. My niece had just graduated from uh, Marist College. Yeah, and uh, she used to sometimes text me when she knew I was at my desk here, and she would text me that she was still in the library. I believe it. <laughs> Four o'clock in the morning. I know. I know it is. It's nuts. It's just different. Yeah, it's just different. People have different. The different sleep patterns is always weird. And then you get used to like I'm already starting to get used to. It's been many many years now, where because my commute is longer, and I have to get gas more often than sure. I was. Yep. That now I'm getting gas at three in the morning, which I had oh. told you all along not to do. But it's convenient and it's it helps. Con- right. It's convenient and. You, like, I don't want to get gas when I still have a full quarter of a tank because then I'm really getting gas too much. But I don't want to risk. Now, I won't drive through, like, the BQE and right. all that stuff. But on the I feel like on the parkway, oh, totally. gas is safe. Yeah, because everyone uses a debit card. No one, I, I really believe this. Right. Who's robbing a Garden State Parkway gas station when there are state police everywhere and you know they, they don't have cash? Like everyone pays with a debit not everyone. Most, Most people, people pay with yeah. a debit card now. So I, I actually do find that to be relatively safe and the turnpike is safe. I do believe that. A lot of women pay gas with cash. Not my wife. My wife has used cash for gas and forever. Gina always pays cash. Really? She she thinks those credit card machines on the pump are gonna steal her identity. Everybody thinks that. I mean, <laughs> guess what? Your identity's out there. And your credit card's number is out there, and your license plate, everything's out right. there. We got gas the other day. I told you I went to a Fugazi gas station yes. in New Jersey. I don't know what name brand this Conoco. was. Conoco. I feel like I recognize Conoco. It was something else. Okay. And it, was, it wasn't it was even pay at the pump. They had to go into the little, oh, little room that. to yeah. pay my credit card. And as soon as I got back, Gina goes, cancel that card. Huh. I go, Why? She goes, they probably stole your number. I go, think everyone pays with credit card. They're not stealing everybody's numbers. I'm sure you'll be just fine. Right. I was like, you know, I'll check. If, if I, I said, plus the credit card companies, 
it's been my experience if you have a weird charge on there that they just take it off or they'll contact you yeah or they'll uh, and they will you. take it off they actually will put an investigation and they'll claim the money back right so that's the one cool thing about you know there's certain things i will only pay with them like the rental car i'm going away next week i will only do a rental car with american express because american express backs the rental car and insurance so i don't have to do all that stupid insurance there right you know so yeah, I don't. I don't worry about people. Is he still your identity? So I mean, okay, right. we'll be the nine millionth person it happens to. Right, because every day it's like change your password. Yes. Our, our all of our records were stolen. Exactly. Oh, awesome, great. That's Love just that. what I want to hear. I like what was it? Um, real quick. Uh, what the hell was it? LifeLock. Yes, I believe. I believe there was a security breach with them. Right. I'm like, okay. Your LifeLock. Yeah. You're supposed to not security. And nothing breaches. happened. They were just letting us know that there might have been a security breach. Like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen with anybody. I'm not worried about the gas pump. I'm just not. Oh, and how about this? I got a crack in my windshield. Oh. I'm going to have to call Safe, safe Flight Repair, repair Safe, safe flight, flight Replace. But here's my question Power now. advertising right there. Uh, it's not bad enough yet for me to g- get it done. Yeah. I'm going to wait till it gets bigger or whatever. Or I get another one. How small is it? Because you can get a it's, spot replaced. It's not the... It, it's already... Uh, oh, okay. It's already it's a line. It's not the pebble or the No, okay. it's a tiny, tiny pebble and then it. a line. But these cars now are all, like, what is attached to the windshield on the inside of the car now? Mm-hmm. You know, these head units, like, would that have the 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 thing that's that your rear view mirror is attached yes. to now has like your all yeah. these sensors for the I car. Know. How do they? Great question. Because when the baseball went through my wife's yeah. windshield a month ago or two ago, I showed you where it was, and it took the mirror down, and I thought it destroyed everything. They replaced everything. And it's got all the stuff in. Al, I don't know how you to... would if you looked at my wife's truck right now, you would never, ever, ever think anything happened because it all works perfectly. It was put back properly. It looks great. I'm t- I can't say enough good things about Safe Light. Yeah, all I've used them the a bunch of times. Yeah, one time I had to use them twice in two weeks. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> when that we used sucks. to take the 59th Street Bridge. Yeah, sure. Oh, you must have been fuming the second time. Uh, it was unbelievable. Yeah. I was like, you can't. That's terrible. Make it. That's why then I got into the point where when I would get a crack the windshield, I would wait till I get a second crack. Yeah, sure. Somewhere. Well, I also don't know can... how they how like safe light repair, safe light replace does the uh, even something simple, or what what should be simple, but it seems complicated to me. How they are able to take off your inspection sticker and get it right back on. And get it back on. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't know. They're amazing. That's all I'll say. And they come to your house, and it's quick. Then I saw an ad on a Facebook for a company that does that comes to your house to fit to change your brakes. You're kidding. No. Mobile, well, I guess, yeah. mobile brakes. Why not? You could do mobile oil changes. Like why not? Mobile brakes. Like they'll just they'll because I'm gonna need brakes soon. Mine are squeaking. Right, right, right. Do I have these guys just show up at my place and Change my brakes? Why the hell not? I would read the reviews, make sure. What are they jacking up every tire individually? Yeah, you would have to. Yeah. Yeah, you might jack up both both sides, like the front, uh, the back, and then do the front, I would think. It could also have the ramps. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh. Yeah, you put the two ramps up and the, put the front end of the car up first. You could do that. But it depends. It depends on how comfortable you are with the company based on what you see and read. Yeah, I, I couldn't really find any reviews. Mm. Then I don't know if, Other I would, than on I don't know own, if I'd go that route. Only, then on, only on their own website. Yeah, I might. I don't know. It seemed interesting, though. I was like, wow, if you could get car repairs done. You can. Yeah, and why wouldn't you have Safe Light? Everyone loves Safe Light for that reason. That's exactly right. Of course you can. But just be careful. It's brakes. 
You want to make sure they actually work. <laughs> Just a thought. Oil right. change is one thing. Yes. Brakes don't work. That's a problem. Right. I did have the, someone come and replace my battery in my old car. Again, that's That fine. was perfect. It's fine. Yes. Worked great. I'm sure. But you're right. Brakes is a little tricky. Uh, a little dicey. I know a friend of mine replaced his own brakes in the driveway just by watching YouTube. I would not do that. I could not do that. I wouldn't either. He's a handy guy, and he changed all the brakes on both his cars. Changed brakes for, like, no money. Yeah. I'm like, all right. I'm like, I'll remember that next time I need them. I'll call you over. I'll give you 100 bucks. All right. <laughs> all right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Okay. Oh, have a good weekend, dude. Uh, Thank you. I you... will do the warm-up show tomorrow with Lepresti. Oh, a little CeeLo. All right. Yeah. Do CeeLo and Sal battle to get the uh, warm-up show Well, spot? I know. No, no. I mean, I thought I was going to ask Sal, but Chris just assumed he was doing it. Yes. So I'm like, that's fine. Okay. Plus, Sal, I, I heard Sal this morning as he was signing off say, long show tomorrow, uh, midnight. Oh, God. Then that would not be right. <laughs> uh, Lepresti's good. <laughs> yeah, Sal will already be five hours in Oof, uh. and be... What, no. He's going to be at 4.40. Can we hit the music yet? <laughs> Is Jerry in there? Can he he had one this morning real quick of 3.43 this morning. Yeah. I was going to go back and get it, but I forgot because I was doing other things. Uh, and it's one of those where the mic, the caller cannot – two people can't talk at the same time. You can't converse that way. You used to be able to years ago. For some reason, the way everything's set up now, if the caller's talking and you try to talk, they don't hear you. So a caller's talking, and Al's like, yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get. Is this thing on? <laughs> hey, Fleeks, what is this on? I mean, it was so he was so annoyed. It was pretty funny. I meant to get it, but I forgot. Maybe next week. Yeah, these guys that have been doing the shows from remote, you don't have a lot of control over. No, I guess not. And things. I guess not. So it's what it is. He should be back soon, I would think. Right? Jeez, let's. Go. I would think so. Be yeah, about time. My God. Safe flight repair. Safe flight replace. Exactly. Well done, Al. All right, warm up next. See what up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Hey, hey, what do you say? It's 5.03. It is the warm-up show, which is brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details, along with Al Ozzy Dukes. What's up, man? And Theodie Scazzeri, can't forget him. What's up, man? Oh, hi, Jerry. Do you know that they put a uh, speed bump on the Manhattan Bridge? I do, yeah, because I hit it one time and like got airborne the first time. Was yeah. not prepared for that. Yeah, it's weird that they would put a uh, speed bump on a bridge Yeah, that d you drive 50 miles an hour on. It was like Geraldus Chapman was a speed bump for the Yankees last night. Big speed bump. But I, I went flying the first night. Well, the the first couple times, I think they put it up there last week, mm -hmm. there was uh, traffic, not traffic, but there were other cars on the bridge that slowed down for right. the thing. But today, for whatever reason, there was no traffic, and I was flying. And you forgot. Until the warning sign is a foot in front of the thing. <laughs> yes, it is. Man, I went, <laughs> boom. I know. I'm telling you, I got airborne last week. Yeah. 
And not like I was doing 60 miles an hour, but you're doing 30, even 35, and I you probably, hit that thing? I probably was doing 45. You might have been. Sure. Why would they put a speed bump on a bridge? To slow your ass down. That's but why. why couldn't they just, <laughs> like, give you a warning prior to one foot I don't in front know. of it? That's a very good question. Well, I guess, theoretically, they shouldn't even have to warn you because you're supposed to be doing 30 miles an hour. But even if you hit that, like you said, doing 30, I'm aware. you're bottoming out. Oh, absolutely. Doosh. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Doosh. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. You ever have those things like when you hit something like that, then you'll, what I'll do is I'll go, I'll try to like let go of the, after I'm stabilized again, Jerry, and I'm driving, I'll let go of the wheel to see if I've knocked my complete, my car completely out of alignment. You let go of the wheel? You know, you let go of the you know, wheel. I've never done that. You've never tested your alignment by letting go of the wheel? No. Just to see if you go towards the no, left. No, usually, because you, you can the, feel you it, pull, you can feel the wheel pulling. Yeah, but that's what it's like, hardcore, but if it's yeah, just no. a little bit. Nope, never have. Oh, that's what I was taught by my father, and he's yeah, an well, excellent he driver. Yeah, well, he should have taught you how to change a flat tire, you moron. <laughs> he taught me. I didn't pay attention. <laughs> Not well. He didn't teach you well, then. He re- Who sung about teacher children? Crosby, Stills, and Nash? Yeah. I mean, good Lord. He required that all of us, uh, my sisters as well, knew how to change a tire before he would let us Great drive. requirement. But then we forgot about it yeah. afterwards. I'm sure. Does your sister know how to change a tire no right chance. now? No chance. No chance. Okay. Well, then he fell. The best bet of, of picking up things from my father is my younger sister. My older sister, no, no interest. She's a bit of a flake. No, but she has like <laughs> no interest in learning things. Right. And me neither. And then my younger sister, she's a sponge, Jerry. See, she so she could up change knowledge. a flat. She would have a better shot out of uh, any of us. Doesn't embarrass you? A little bit. Yeah, okay. It's a little embarrassing. All right, well, at least you admit it. So if you're taking a Manhattan bridge, uh, watch out for a speed bump. Yeah, and if there. you're driving anywhere in New York, just watch out for people driving like... Jerks, Jerry. Oh, totally my jerks. God. Today, you know what? Today was one of those days. It was what could go wrong would go wrong. Yeah. I mean, it was just... It was a misery. Sometimes driving in is nice. It's peaceful. Pleasurable. You can listen to Sal basically have a, an aneurysm on the air mm-hmm. like he did this morning. And it can be a nice ride in. Today was not one of those days. Yeah. Today was really frustrating. I had a good ride in until I hit the speed bump on a bridge. Did you? I, yeah, my was, ride was, was nice, bad right from the start. That's nice. I didn't curse anyone out. Although it's like a Friday for me because I'm off tomorrow. Oh, shut up. I don't want to hear it. So I was like, you know, you're you in guys, ha- when you're in a happy mood when you're driving in. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, the ride home is going to be even happier. I was listening to country music. Mm-hmm, Not mm-hmm. Sal? I listen to Sal when I get in here. I listen to Sal in the house. Got it. And, and then, then I the li- half hour, 40, 40 minutes here. In here, yeah, because I can't take his terrible callers, just like he can't take them either. Yeah, he handles them well though. Ugh, it's the same guys. Stop. That's the overnight though. But that's the overnight. If you yes. if you go back to when uh, Joe did the overnight, I could have written down for you probably twenty out of the thirty calls he took every night. Yeah, it was this, and and usually at the same time. And right. unlike now, so like when I produced for Joe, there was no call screening. Just the lines lit up, and you had to pick up the phone. Oh, good morning, Jerry. Oh, short Al. How are you? Sir? Oh, you're saying like you didn't have caller ID to know. No, was... no, not that 1997. Was, that's no. been the greatest invention for me, the caller ID. No here. doubt. So you didn't know who was calling, yeah. yet at the same time, depending upon the time of night, I could tell you who I thought was probably calling, and I probably would have been right half the time. I would never want to be in a position, which is why I could never host an overnight show or more than one hour, where I would have to rely on the callers. Depends. I think... First of all, when he does those marathon shows, midnight to five, that is insane. 
Because you do need some. I mean, you oh, no, can't you just talk for five Absolutely. hours. That's why I do agree with you. Three hours is probably the perfect amount of time. For a show. Whereas you get a segment or two with the calls is great. But when it's the whole show, I, it's frustrating. Yeah. Jerry, which game was worse last oh, night? God. The Yankees? The Yankee one. Blowing uh, the so you Yankees. You can end that there. Yeah. The Yankees. Because the Met game, the Mets losing 20 to 2. I, That's I, like when the Islanders lost 8 nothing. I too. It just, it's a loss. You get... Yes. Out, yes. You move on. You got Jacob Degrom tonight. Yes. All problems are here's solved. Here's the problem. No, no. Here's the, all problems are not solved. Here's the problem with that. Yes. The Nationals won again. The Mets are now only two games up, and not only did they lose, they had a two nothing lead in this game, but they didn't play well. Like you know, this guy. Uh, what the hell's I wrote his name down because I never. Thomas Sapucky. Yeah. Everyone he makes his excited, major league yeah. debut. I don't know why his numbers aren't great, but okay. Um, he makes his major league debut and he screws up on the first ball that gets back to him. Sean Reed Foley has a bunt hit right back to him. And remember, I told you last week if you want to look like a jackass when you go out there and pitch with these ridiculous stretches and what this guy, I mean, good lord, yeah, he's he stunk stupid. and he looks, you look ridiculous. And then a bunt right back to him, he throws it into center field. Like they didn't play well and then they couldn't get anybody out. So it's bad because they're losing, I don't say losing ground because they still have a lead. But the lead is shrinking, and they're not playing well. And all of a sudden, now David Peterson, who's not great, he gets hurt last night. So that's a problem. The Yankee game is problematic. Listen to this. I thought Yes did, and I'll tell Boomer, we'll talk to Boomer about this when he comes up. I thought Yes did a great job last night. Chapman comes out, and they put up the graphic. His first 18 games this year, ERA of 0.00, 15, I'm sorry, seven walks to 36 strikeouts. Good ratio. Home runs allowed, zero. After last night, his last 14 games, ERA 10.13. Four home runs allowed, 15 walks, 13 strikeouts. I mean, he's bad right now. He stinks. He couldn't throw a strike. I mean, it's terrible. And what a weird game. Like, you had to sit through rain delays. Two of them. Two rain delays. Yeah. And what that was just a weird game, right? Yankees go up seven two. Yeah. After one inning, Otani. Otani was horrendous. Terrible pitching. He's out in the first inning, right? Yeah, which was really problematic for them because now he batted lead off, which meant every time that turn at bat came up, they had to hit for the pitcher. Oh, because he doesn't get to hit unless he moves no into the field. Yeah. Oh. Really interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they were, you know, even on the broadcast, they were talking about Joe, Joe Madden being too cute. Like, why not bat him fifth then? Yeah. At least, A, you don't have to rush him from the bullpen out to start, and B, it's like that's your leadoff hitter, and now you're pinch hitting, and you're going to be short on your bench in he, a long game. He must have been so confident that Otani was going to go out there and shut the Yankees he was, down. He really Shut was, them down. It was dis- he was disappointing. He was bad. He and, walked the first three dudes, right? How about, oh, yeah. How about oh, yeah. two things from yesterday from baseball? Because you kind of brought one up, and I don't remember this happening ever before. A team scoring seven runs in the first inning, losing because they gave up seven runs in the last inning. Right. And then how about in the Cub-Brewer game, the Cubs led 7 nothing after the first inning or the second. I forget, but early innings, they led 7 nothing. By the fourth or fifth inning, they were trailing 14-7. No lead is too safe, Jerry. No, pitchers don't can't cheat anymore. Oh, that's right. I think that's. I really think that's the problem with Chapman. You think that you think he was cheating? Who? 
Chapman. I think if we're talking he's about sticky stick. Yes, I think he was definitely using something mm, because interesting. even his velocity, like he hit a hundred a couple of times, but he was throwing mid nineties. Like he didn't look like the Aroldis Chapman in April and May was throwing one oh two. This guy last night, he looked terrible. Well, let's get him some sticky stuff, Jerry. How do we that's make not that allow- happen? That's not allowed anymore. Put it on his butt. Not that when he reaches behind his butt, he could just... You mean like inside the pants or yeah. on the pants? In his butt crack. Okay. <laughs> I mean, are you serious? <laughs> no one's going to check there. Uh, would an ump check a, a butt second. crack? I don't think so. I wouldn't. If he puts his hand down his yeah. pants in between every pitch... Yeah, every pitch. There's going to be He puts his hands down his pants and near his butt. Joe Girardi stopped the game in Philadelphia because the pitcher was in between pitches. Was that the Max Scherzer kept going to his hair? Yeah. If Aroldis Chapman goes to his butt crack after every pitch, that's gonna umpires are going to say something. Yes. We did get a te- stick my hands down, down my. my oh. oh. We did get a, a text message, a group text message from Boomer last night at uh, seven twenty six. Yeah. Otani definitely has something in his hair underneath the back of. Didn't his help cap. him. Didn't help him. Did not help. He was, honestly, uh, he was awful. I, I, I wasn't on that. Oh, this was uh, three people. Me, Jerry Recco, and CeeLo. Otani last night, two-thirds of an inning, seven runs on two hits, four walks, and, oh, by the way, a hit by pitch. I mean, he couldn't have been worse. Yeah, he was not good, Now, Jerry. how about this? How about if you remember we had, we talked about the caller that was upset because he called Moose and Maggie, and he didn't know what game to go to. And he right. was annoyed because he didn't go to one of the first two where Otani hit three home runs, one and then two. And then Moose was like, no, you got to go Wednesday because he's pitching and he's hitting. Right. Well, you got to be pissed. Right. You imagine you ponied up all your, you saved all of your newspaper delivery money and you bought newspaper yourself a delivery ticket. delivery money. And then you went and Otani was out in the first inning. Not and only did you get the hit. Not only is your baseball knowledge stuck in the uh, 1980s, yeah. so are your references. <laughs> People don't deliver newspapers? Uh, no, I oh. don't, I, maybe very few. Adults took all the newspaper delivery jobs. That used to be a job for I kids. I did that. As an adult? No, as a kid. Right, as a kid. But I yeah. believe adults have taken all of the newspaper delivery jobs. Who delivers jobs. newspapers anymore? Or, I'm not sure about it? anymore, but yeah, I do see sometimes yeah. they throw them right out the window. I used to put my newspapers right in the uh, mailbox. Oh, okay. I was a mailbox deliverer. Like I was into making sure the newspaper was... Properly protected. Did you from get the big weather. tips around Christmas time. I did get good tips. I'm sure you did. Yeah, doesn't because now, as you say, it's even worse than what you're how you're saying it. They throw them out the window. That thing could end up in the street, in the driveway, right through a window. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> no, they don't even slow down. I took care, and I delivered an afternoon paper, the News Tribune. The News Tribune was delivered in the afternoon. Yeah, who wants an afternoon paper? Oh. When men would come home and have their Rob Roy's again, that was 1937. <laughs> Another bad still, reference. They like the you. They like to look at a nice afternoon paper, Jerry. No, you want the morning paper as you go into work. Yeah, no, but this was like what has happened since you've been at work, and the News Tribune provided that, and I delivered it. Right? How to are they doing doorstep. these days? They so still I think around? They're out of business. Oh. Yeah, tough time right now for tough time. Yeah, not the best, Jerry. Right. But a good time for you down the Jersey Shore in that wonderful condo of yours. Well, you know. that's interesting, Jerry, that you mentioned that because uh, the condo I bought last year, this was uh, right around the pandemic, you know, um, it's already worth more than I bought it for. Stop paying rent and build equity with Carney Bank. 
you deserve to make money on your investment. Carney was my bank of choice and made my entire mortgage process easy. You don't want to go with someone. No, you do want to go with someone. You do want to go with someone you can trust. That's the most important thing, Jerry. Yes. It's good to be able to get somebody on the phone when you have questions. I trust Carney Bank, and you can too. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, quick break. We will continue the warm-up show just underway. Turns out it's like a summer Friday for most of these people that are working here, aside from me and LaPresti. Everybody else is off the rest of the week. Whatever. Uh, We have a lot more to do, and then Boomer joins us at the top on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry, number one with meatheads in the gym. Uh, we are not off to a great start, but that's okay because we're going to just fly all the way to 10 o'clock today. Matter of fact, Al's going to stay here and just stay in the studio. It's 521. It is the warm-up show. Boomer joins us uh, at 6 o'clock. A horrific, can't even say that uh, without spelling it out, horrific night for the two local baseball teams. If you're just waking up and you went to the and you went to bed with the Yankees, Having a nice lead at a rain delay, oof, you missed everything because they wound up losing 11-8 in the game. They led 7-2, so not great. Jerry, heard from a handful of people here on Twitter I'd like to share with you. We're, uh, first, uh, Mike from Middle Island is up early delivering Newsday. Oh, good, okay. The Daily News and The Post to the old yeah, folks in Ridge. But in fairness, I we were talking about the, what was it, the NJ Tribune? What was the it? The News Tribune. I guess... I know the Daily News and the Post get delivered because I still see the trucks in Manhattan early in the morning. I don't see New Jersey papers anywhere. Me neither. I'm sure the Star-Ledger still gets delivered somewhere. I'm sure the Asbury Park Press does because I see them. I see like CVS will have like two copies every day. But you know what's weird too? When I was, uh, I was a young boy delivering newspapers, we used to have to collect the money yes. ourselves. And then on Saturday mornings, I used to have to drive my bike to some random dude in a car and I used to have to give him like I used to have to pay for my newspapers Mm. and you got to keep the tips imagine how weird that looked out the window we were in a neighborhood some random adult was in a car and boys on bikes would drive up to him and hand him money Uh, not a great look (laughs) not a great not a great look no also heard from uh heights heck who says I'm the caller Jerry keeps talking about uh, Moose actually told me to go to all the games, and Maggie said to go to the Wednesday oh, game okay. with Otani. All right, got it. I did go Wednesday. Needless to say, I didn't stick around for long. There's nothing to watch. Mm-hmm. Not if that's why you went. Yeah. And a bruff on to Twitter, Jerry, Ruff. also talking about uh, adults taking over paper routes. He said uh, the game Paperboy showed everyone newspaper delivery is very dangerous for children. Well, that's a good point. Or, you, or it also showed you how to drive in Manhattan. Right. Because you always said, when we're driving to Manhattan, it feels like we're in the video game yeah. Paperboy. People are just crossing, walking, on their phones, not paying attention. Crazy things are going on. There was a woman yesterday, when I got up to, so where I was parked, I had to make a left on the Varick to go to the Holland Tunnel. As I turned left, there was a woman in like, a, not a gown, 
but she was in a big black dress. She had headphones on and was texting and was walking at half speed as we're turning and completely oblivious. Yeah. It's, it amazes me there's not more fatalities due I, to that every day. I, I've seen people on Ocean Avenue on a beautiful day when there are cars everywhere and people on a skateboard with yeah. headphones on texting. Yeah. On a skateboard. Not paying attention at all. I know it's bad. And the bike thing is bad, too. Yes, very bad, Jerry. Yeah. What else do I have here? Not for much, because that's probably the whole show sheet. No, no, no. I've got plenty of uh, items oh, okay. here, Jerry. What was the thing I wanted to go to next? I had a thing, Jerry. I had a thing. Oh, this happened last yesterday when the lineups came out. A lot of people were upset about Aaron Judge yeah, not being they in should the lineup. Be. And even listening he to pinched the pinched hit yesterday, right? I yeah, think and late. He, but even listening to Kay and Cone and O'Neill, I forget which one it was. They were like, you know, it's good. He kind of needs a break. Why? What does he need a break from exactly? Right, he homered the night before. I mean, come on. You're going up against, I, even like just for the sport itself, I right? I could not agree with you more. I know you what you're going to say. Otani, yep. who's a big star, Jerry, and he's yep. coming to New York, and we don't get to see him often here. Against Judge, that's like a cool matchup. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with and you. And Otani stunk last night. Maybe Judge could have hit another home run. That would have been could've. awesome. Stanton had one of those fly swat base hits. Stanton. We're looking. Oh, God, stop. <laughs> you want to finish that? No. I didn't think so. We'll leave that up to her. Yeah, Stanton uh, had a hit, right? He did. Right. The left field base hit. Yeah. Drove in a run. Base hit. But I don't know. I, I, heard, I heard Craig and Evan, I guess they came back from break. And during the break is when the starting lineup was revealed. And he's like, you know, you're not going to be happy about this. And immediately I knew exactly what he was going to say. It just stupid. Yeah, I don't don't understand. On any level do I understand. I mentioned we have a Jacob deGrom pitching tonight for the Mets. And Judge did not pinch hit, I don't think, last night. I saw a Sweeney Murdy tweet that's, that mentioned a judge pinch hit. Maybe he was hoping that, maybe he was suggesting, hey, maybe we put judge up here and all is forgiven. Yeah, maybe I have that wrong, but I don't remember that. And I'm trying to look now. I don't think he did, but whatever. Fact of the matter is he wasn't in the starting lineup, and that sucks. Right. Now, Jacob DeGrom is on the mound for the Mets tonight. So all those 20 runs the Braves scored last night, you can forget about it tonight. Jacob DeGrom goes up against... Ready? Can you pop my fader up? Sitting on a park bench. Ian Anderson. Yeah, he's old. Of Jeff Rotel. Didn't we play Ian Anderson last week? Yes, we, we did. We uh, faced him. We did this whole Aqualung. You actually played the music coming out of a break. What is Aqualung? Like, what does that mean? I would think it means you could smoke underwater. Smoking underwater? Hey, Aqualung. I'm going to Google that. I'm going to Wikipedia that during the break. How about Jacob DeGrom gives you six no-hit innings tonight? Yes. Let's go. 20 runs. How about in the How about the Braves last night? In the middle of their order. Yeah. They had two guys. This is, I mean, you want to talk about production. Ozzie Albies. I know you've heard of him. I have heard of him when I saw the highlights this how morning. About, <laughs> prior to? Prior to what? Prior to seeing the highlights. Had I heard of him? Yeah. I had heard the name. How about Austin Riley? Haven't heard of him. Okay. Those two guys combined last night, 8 for 12. Nice. And they drove in, like, a lot of runs. Albies had seven RBIs, I, I think. I, he was 5 for 6. Yeah. Was That's crazy. what I'm talking about, Jerry. Well, listen, they got a lot of their system last night. They got Jacob DeGrom tonight. He's going to be using sticky stuff. He's going to be throwing He strike. doesn't use sticky stuff. Do you think 
that there has ever been a time in Major League Baseball, and I don't know if they said this or not on the broadcast, that there's ever been a time in Major League Baseball where a team has scored 20 unanswered runs? I have not seen that. No, I didn't, I, no me neither. I'm asking you yeah. if you think it's ever happened I before I do think it has happened. 20 unanswered yeah. runs. You had a nice tweet, Jerry. You said 20 unanswered points in football is terrible. In Imagine baseball. 20 <laughs> unanswered po- uh, runs in baseball. How about a 20 nothing run in the NBA? Yeah. Brutal. <laughs> 20 unanswered runs in Major League Baseball? My God. Not good, Jerry. No, especially, and I guess I heard Sal mention this. Well, look what he's carrying. Wieners. Uh, that's what it looks like. Um, I heard Sal mention this morning, and this is funny. So Alonzo Homer's in the first inning, and I guess right after the home run, Steve Cohen texted something or tweeted something along the lines of, uh, you know, there's the offense or who said we don't have offense. And then he promptly probably got beat up for that. Yeah. And they didn't get another run. Yeah. And then it was over. How about what the Braves run. did? Now that's offense. That is offense. I love a, I love a uh, offensive baseball game. Here's a cool story, Jerry. Trey Turner from the Nationals. Yeah. Now he hit for the cycle for the third time in his career, which is First of all, that's awesome. It is. It's a record tying uh, situation. Only... I thought the third time was the. Well, I thought that was the first time a guy's done it three times. No, uh, it tied. It tied. Uh, there's like a handful of guys. Oh, okay. The record he got the first time ever, he did it on his birthday. That means nothing to me. What? It's cool. It's not a record. No, it's not a record. But, but that it's is the neat. first time. Yeah, no, that is neat. Someone's hit for the cycle on their birthday. Yeah, no, that's very cool. And he got the triple last, which yes. is the hardest. And it's when right off the bat you knew he had a chance. He was booking Jerry. Yeah. He hit a shot down the right field yeah. line, but it was hit hard and it got to the wall pretty quick. Now he can move though. He was flying. Yep. He Just was going for a triple no matter what happened. Yeah, he was. That was they beat the Rays, right? Yeah. I would think if you hit a triple as your first at bat, that's when you start thinking maybe I hit for the Completely cycle. Completely agree because it's the hardest thing to do. I mean, it's harder than the home run, I believe. Is do you think home run is second hardest? Um, so no, triple I don't. hardest. Singles the easiest, obviously. Singles easiest. No, I think double home run, whatever the way the you balls fly out of no double or a home run is. I, uh, I, I think anything after the singles the easiest and the triple is by far the hardest. And the other two, hmm. I think double is second hardest. I guess. A ground ball that ball. goes over the bag. It's an easy double. You walk into second base. Or you hit one in the gap. Yeah. I would love to hit a ball in the gap. I feel like that's got to feel so good. Because you just walk into a double. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. Well, that's what I'm talking about, too, with the ball down the line. Yeah. They have no chance of getting you once it goes into the corner. And that could be nothing more than just a, a ground ball. I love when a guy, like, walks slowly to second base. like Very cocky. Yeah, very cocky. Yeah. Like, you ain't even going to make a throw here. I agree. But... I didn't hit it good enough or in the right spot to try to leg out a triple. Yes. But I'm going to casually get the second but base. But that goes to show also why the triple is so hard to get because for with the way these guys can throw the ball and run, like it's hard to get to third base on a batted ball. Yes. So I'm with you. I think if you triple in your first at bat, you're thinking that all the way. Right. Because they'll also, they could even get you on like a throwing error and say, oh, it was a double in yeah, the absolutely. throwing error. Yeah, no doubt. So, hey, Trey Turner, good for you. Hey, good for you. I did see that Major League Baseball is not going to check for sticky stuff at the All-Star game, so maybe uh, Chapman could get in there and he'll be fine. (laughs) I don't know the way Moraldis Chapman has pitched his last 14 times out. (laughs) You don't think he's going to make He deserves to be in the All-Star game. Hmm. Now, his first, or whatever it was, his first bunch of starts, he was the best closer I'd seen in a long time. Yeah. 
But right now, ugh, El Stinko. What's he got to do, Jerry? Bean somebody? Like, what can he do to get the bad mojo off him? Well, I think he could start by throwing strikes. So strikes. As opposed to what he was doing last night. Get guys out. This he, sort of thing would help. This would be, if I was a Yankee fan, this would be concerning to me. The amount of breaking balls he threw last night. Like, that's not what you do. Yeah, you're a fastballer. He threw a lot of off-speed breaking balls and did it in spots where he needed to throw a strike. And there was one pitch, and I thought he was wrong, where the umpire called ball four in a 3-2 pitch. He thought he struck the guy out. The ball was inside. As much as that umpire squeezed Otani early and in spots late for the Yankees, in that particular case, the call was right. Hmm. Yeah, so really tough. The Yankees are in a bad way right now. And how about... How about timing? They say timing in life is everything. That's right what now. they say, yeah, for a lot of things. You realize how Steinbrenner picked today to speak to the media? <laughs> and this was they made that announcement before this game. I would claim I was sick or something. I don't think you can do that. I'm not going to make it today. I'm not feeling well I with mean, the holiday weekend coming up. No, don't even say that. I'm not feeling well. My team made me throw up all night oh, after last night. I've been vomiting. Day. I mean, it's bad. And you know what's funny, too, is if I was him... I would have thought I would have spoken the day of the Subway Series. Yes. Like, why today? I don't know. So it's kind of odd. So Hal Steinbrenner will speak today, and boy, he is going to have a lot of questions to answer because this team right now, you know how far out of first place they are now? The Yankees? If you had to take a guess. Nine games. Pretty close. Eight and a half. Look at me, Jerry. You almost know baseball. Look at me. Is this, uh, do you know this off the top of your head, Subway Series, is this a three-game or four-game series? We're going to take a Sitting quick Sitting on a park bench. Who gets right in the Subway Series, Jerry? The Mets or oh, the Yankees? Oh, man. If you I had don't to pick know. one. Or do they know, split because... and it's just like nothingness? We need the, one team here. There's, there, well, there's no split. It's three games. Three um, games. The problem for me to say the Mets could get right is DeGrom's not pitching. Right. Uh, Peterson's, I mean, all the injuries they have. I don't even know who's throwing for them this weekend. I got to look. I know, I guess you got Stroman um, and you got Walker. Okay, but I don't know who gets right. Is two out of three getting right? I yes. Don't, no, it's not. <laughs> no, you I need think a sweep. You need a sweep. Could I bet a sweep, Jerry? Yeah, I'm sure you could. Yeah, I'm gonna bet a sweep. Pick both teams. How about a friend of mine showed me a? This is this is amazing to me. He showed me his bet slip from before the NBA season began. Ten dollar bet for the Hawks to win the NBA championship. What that cost? What that pay? You pay out like nine hundred dollars on really? a ten dollar bet. Yeah. See, you mocked me for doing a $20 giant over-under bet. Because you could only win $40. This could win almost 1000 Actually, I would only win $20. Oh, God. Even worse. 20, or less because of the VIG, as they say. That's even worse, then. Yeah. This was like, he, I, I believe he bet, no joke, he bet $10 on the Suns, and he bet $10 on the Hawks. And he's... He's a couple of wins away yeah. from guaranteeing at least a win. Right. And the Suns' number wasn't nearly as high as the Hawks, but still, I want to say he's still going to win four or 500 bucks, though. Look at this guy. It's a lot better than your stupid $20 bet to win $8. <laughs> of, <laughs> of, which, of which you got to go back to Vegas to get them your eight bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and once you get one bag of pretzels at the airport, you just spent your eight bucks. <laughs> when we went to Vegas for one of the fights, yeah. I actually, that was before sports betting was illegal in New Jersey. Yeah. And I bet on the Mets to make it to the World Series. Yeah, I remember that. And that paid off. That was the year they went to the World Series. That was a couple hundred bucks, right? Uh, Yeah, a couple hundred bucks. But at that point, you could get your money electronically, or you no. So you've never gotten you've never gotten the money. Oh no, no, I could. Yeah, I had to mail it. I put it in the mail. How long that take? I, I, you know, I'm not even sure I ever got it. That's Eh. a great question. I mean, I'm sure I did, or I would have been looking into it, but. 
And would have done what? Actually, no, no, no. What happened? Gina went to Vegas for something, and she got it. And she got it for me. There you go. Sitting on a park bench mm, with the nameplate of the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. That's what we're doing right now. Brought to you by Carney Bank. Twenty-five in front of six. Boomer joins us at the top on the fan. Al and Jerry, longtime tag team champions. Yeah, but it's kind of we're past our prime. I mean, that's okay. But boy, it's been a long time. By the way, it's 100 degrees. Actually, 101 yesterday. Worked out outside. You did? It's a bit much. What'd you do? Wind sprints? A bit much. Now, one of those little hit routines, oh. they like to call it. Jump I was going to work out, and instead, I uh, slept for three hours in the middle of the day. <laughs> well, that's because you've got a, a dog to take care of that likes uh, yeah. to wake you up like a baby. Yeah, but she'll sleep in the middle of the day. She wants no part of people out on Ocean Avenue, Jerry, so that's what we do here in the summer. Listen, if you got to sleep three hours during the day and three or four hours at night, it's better than not sleeping. I split I split up my sleep. Yeah, I, I listen. I, I got a 30-minute nap in yesterday. It felt glorious. Oh. I never have perfected the perfect time for the nap because I'll read different research on right. napping and they'll say 20 minutes or they'll say 30 minutes or they'll say an hour. But if you do an hour, hour don't do an hour 15, do an hour. Th- like they have all these different theories. I found anything beyond an hour for me yeah. is trouble. It'll knock you out. It does. But if I'm an hour or less, I usually pretty good. If you have a dream during a nap. Yeah, which I always do. Yeah. that, that I've How about that I've, means- I've, I've napped for 15 minutes and woke up after a dream? Like. <laughs> How does that happen? You're getting into REM sleep. I guess. I think that's where dreams happen. And then right out of REM sleep. You know how much sleep I got last night? Where dreams I mean, happen this, this and are shattered. Been, this has been some stretch of not sleeping for me, which is not good. I slept this I, last night, this morning, two hours and 35 minutes. <laughs> how long? Two hours and 35 minutes. <laughs> it's not good, man. It's just not. My REM sleep was 14 minutes. <laughs> Maybe you should start another league or something. <laughs> that's not where I was. It's not that. It's my kids' baseball. It's what it is. Kids and pets. Yeah. They'll keep you up. There's a 12-year-old kid in New Jersey, Jerry. He's a 12-year-old boy. He's become the youngest grandmaster in chess history at 12. Great. I have no idea what that means to be a chess grandmaster. It means he's really good. It means he's got to be an expert at chess. I've never... Tried to figure out chess. I mean, I have no interest. I have an interest, but it seems like even people that play chess for a long time can't figure it out. Like you can figure out checkers in no time. <laughs> chess is so much more difficult. There's a lot. I, my son actually will play it with my father. Really? Yeah. How does he know how to? Play? I have no idea because I don't know it. Could your son beat this twelve-year-old? No. You better start learning now, because you know you're about what five years away from just sitting on a park bench, <laughs> yeah, playing chess against another old guy sitting <laughs> on a park bench. Bam, Actually, there's parts bam. in uh, Central Park where they have yeah, sure chess all tables o- all over the city. Why did you join yeah. chess club? Because I don't know how to play at all. Well, you go there, they'll show you how. Maybe Learn. I'll reach out to this 12 year old New Jersey boy, and he'll kick your ass. No, I'll ask him to coach me. Imagine how intimidating it would be if I rolled up to a, a public chess course. And I had a 12-year-old with me, and he he was my coach whispering in my ear, move the rook. You realize what you just said? <laughs> if yeah. I rolled up to a chess course, what is that? With the 12-year-old whispering in my ear. Oh, my God. Protect the queen. Right. You walk around with a 12-year-old that's not your kid or yeah, anybody in your kid. family. Right. The jail. Be a weird look. Yes, it would be. Unless I'd say, this is my chess coach. <laughs> Meet my chess coach. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about chess. Yeah, me neither. But Nor I do, do I know the this. time because don't matches last 
Like, can't you continue time? them like tomorrow? Like, I'm, I can't do that. I'm not sure. People used to play via snail mail. They would mail each other the moves. I'm sorry. <laughs> For that's, seriously. That's stupid. Yeah, that is stupid. It was one of the early things, too, when, when computers first came out, like where we had personal computers in the home. You, I used to go online in Yahoo games. I would play people in checkers. Yeah, okay. But people would play You really chess. were bored, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Even back then, huh? And then it was a big deal when Deep Blue beat the whoever the Russian champ yeah. was in the 78 right. or something right. like that. Right, the IBM computer beat, yeah. him in, beat a man in chess. Did you get into that chess movie or, or series on Netflix? A chess? No, I did not. Is that the Bobby Fischer thing? No, this was a diff- no. this was a the series Queen's on Netflix. Gam- yeah, is that Queen's what it is? Gambit. That's it. I did not. My get wife into that. watched it. She's like, "Hey, where are you?" I'm like, "No, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm no, not. I'm stop. No good." I might want to learn chess with this 12 year old New Jersey boy and have him coach me to championships. I just get your dog to sleep first, and then we can get into chess. <laughs> I mean, good God! You start off, you just learn how the pieces, what they can do, how right. they can move, and then. Then there's the strategy, which is a whole other yeah. level. Yeah, they say it would it helps you in life though, Jerry, because you have to have strategize your every move, and in life, same thing. Oh, I feel like I strategize coaching baseball every day. Right. Imagine if a 12 year old though figured it out more better than you. Well, in this case, became, he can. And he became grandmaster in coaching little league. That would be fine. Grandmaster in checkers. In checkers, there's probably only one move. You just the key to checkers is you don't move any of those pieces in the back. Right, you got to protect it. Protect your back, your back line. Protect your chickens. <laughs> protect your chickens, Jerry. <laughs> Take care of your chickens. That's right. Scotty Pippen has launched a healthy popcorn. I thought popcorn was healthy anyway. Yeah, as long as you don't douse it with butter, it's fine. Then I read this about his healthy popcorn. It's vegan, right? Yeah, as opposed to what? I don't know what popcorn meat? made out of steak. I don't know. The only popcorn. I guess the way they cook it. I guess. The only popcorn that is food is popcorn chicken, which is delicious. That popcorn is delicious. Popcorn shrimp also Especially delicious. from KFC. Yeah. Really good. Popcorn shrimp, popcorn chicken. You know what? I like firecracker shrimp. Firecracker shrimp, also terrific. Outstanding. But this Scotty Pippen vegan popcorn? Pass. We've already got popcorn. I, I'm with you. Orville Again, I think it's just how they cook it. Orville Redenbacher makes popcorn. He's not alive anymore, is he? I don't know. Paul Newman makes popcorn. He's not. Pop Secret makes popcorn. Jiffy Pop is still a thing where you cook is it, it really? on the counter. Yeah. Pop Secret has taken over our house. Pop Secret? Put in the microwave two minutes and you got a bag of popcorn. Do you you get the one with the icky butter on the inside? Uh, that's the movie theater one. Yeah. Uh, sometimes. That's disgusting. Sometimes. I like to get the natural one. It is one delicious, though. Where it's just... Boring and nothing on yeah, it? Yeah, the popcorn. My God. Well, it feels healthier, like this Scotty well, Pippen vegan popcorn. Yeah, no, I'll of course it is. Probably be ordering. I'd would, pop- you, would you rather have vegan popcorn... Or chicken popcorn. Or chicken popcorn. Shrimp popcorn. Oh, shrimp. shrimp. Popcorn, shrimp, popcorn, whatever. Shrimp. Oh, of course. Yes, absolutely. How could you not? I hear we get all of our shrimp from Vietnam. And I have no idea what their standards Where are over there. Where do you hear that from? Like you just said, I hear it from. <laughs> from who? I heard we get a lot of our when? shrimp. I don't oh, we know might. where I heard this from. Was that from the Forrest Gump movie? No, no, no. But I heard we like oh most of the shrimp we consume in the United States comes from Vietnam. All right, so let's see where. And I'm just concerned. Does... I don't know what their rules are for shrimp. I don't know if they're storing it properly. But I love shrimp here, and I get it in local seafood places, and I feel like I'm eating Jersey Shore shrimp. Meanwhile, it came from Vietnam. Ninety percent of the shrimp we eat in the U.S. is imported from. Almost all of that comes from Central America and Southeast Asia, where Vietnam is located. 
Well, I mean, Asia, yeah, not Central America. So I think you, sure? I think you've got your, you're right in yeah. that a lot of it does, but not most of it. But what's weird is if you go to a local seafood place in New Jersey or Long Island, yeah. they'll they act like they got the shrimp out of like the Atlantic Ocean. They didn't, which clearly they didn't, because now as I'm reading this, it's almost only five percent comes yeah. from. It looks like the U, from U.S. waters. The rest comes from Vietnam. Again, Central America, Southeast Asia, not the rest from Vietnam. Right. But it might be a big, it might be, oh, by the way, part. the poll I did yesterday. Oh, What yes. was that horrendous movie? You did a poll, Jerry, about, a Twitter uh, poll. lips to butts. What was it called? Yeah, uh, we said, have you heard of, not did you watch the right. movie, are you aware there's a movie called Human Centipede? That was the name of it. What do you think the numbers played out as? Um, I'm going to say 65% said they were aware of the movie. And you thought it was going to be... I thought it was going to be 85%. Right. And I went with I went with 55-45. Yeah. What's fascinating to me is your 1,200... And I know that comes from scientific sort of data. Statistics. Once it hit 1,200, not only did the number stay in the same area, it didn't move. 63% yes. Are aware of it. Right. 37% now. Yeah, I don't recommend watching it. I, w- I watched the trailer. You there's, did. There's no chance I would ever put that on. What a, whatever weirdo wrote that is a total... I agree. It's, it looks disgusting. Total it's, weirdo. It's sick, to be quite honest. You sick people. Yeah. I mean, the whole the whole premise of the movie is ridiculous. Yeah. But, the, but 63% said they had seen it or heard of it. It's about the, the premise is making a human centipede by sewing your lips to the person in front of you butt. Yeah. Jerry, did you see that the woman who caused the crash at the Tour de France, she's been arrested. And then what happened? She Well, she's in arrested time right now. <laughs> Brain not working this morning? I'm I've trying been to think, there. What's the part where you were arrested? She's in custody. Yeah. Or in custody. arrested time. <laughs> she did turn herself in, though. Okay, so she did not flee the country? She did not flee the country. All right. She turned herself in in France. So when does she go before a judge? I don't know. The only thing we know about her, though, is she's 30 years old. That's it, huh? Yeah. That's a weird one to have on your record. Yeah. Aren't you the woman that caused the Tour de France crash? And were arrested. And you were arrested. But she did have to turn herself in, which means they couldn't find her. Yeah. But she must have been... Well, I think I knew who she was. Tired of life on the lamb. Was, isn't that part of it? No one, no one knew the identity yeah, no of her? no one knew who she was. So how would they find her? I don't know, but I guess she thought it was it was going to happen. Uh, wait, listen, with video and yeah. the people that were around her, I'm sure it might have. And she was afraid to go to supermarkets probably and everything. Yeah. She would have been like the... Was it Bartman? Is that his name? Yeah, Bartman. She could have been the Bartman of... Where is this? France? Tour de France. Yeah. The, the Bartman French of France. Bartman. That'd been great if she like. Imagine how weird it would have been if the video of her holding up the sign causing the crash, and she had like a Cubs hat on with old school Walkman headphones and a turtleneck. <laughs> how long did it take you to think of that? The Bartman outfit. <laughs> the well, Bartman. that wasn't to be the case, or because wasn't the sign in French? Yes. Right. If it said "Go Cubs," <laughs> I'm Steve Bartman, and I'm here in France. <laughs> But no. So, all right, well, she's in jail. She's in jail. Or going to jail, perhaps. I hope it's not long because that's not something I think you should do, like, serious time for. I agree. You want to fine her? Got it. Want to ban her from the Tour de France? Okay. They should let the the French bikers hit her with their bikes. No, you can't do that, dude. (laughs) Punishment, Jerry. It's not the Stone Ages. Oh. (laughs) I don't know how they do it in France. I don't know what the police, uh, you know, how they punish people over there. By the way, were you all excited, Eddie, that they found remains of a 
human type body from like further back than we ever Where? thought. Where? Yeah. Um, I'll find out during the break. This just came out three days ago. I meant to ask you about it. Human? I have not seen that. They were. It's it's before humans. Yeah, uh, before we ever thought humans walked the earth. I thought Lucy was the oldest human we had. She's in the, one of the museums here in New York. I'm just saying they had a discovery woman. a few days ago. Well, she's okay. not the, from the species Homo, though. I think she's Ostopithecus or whatever those are. She's not from the species Homo, did you say? Correct. Homo sapien, out. Right, Homo orgaster, Homo Homo erectus, out. Correct. Let me but find. not, it was before that. Prior. Yeah, two days ago... Scientists discover a new human species in China. So there you go. So we'll take a break. I will find out some details on this because I think this might get Eddie a little excited this morning, which means he will be alert and awake. So we'll get to that and more. You've got something to say, and then I have a problem with something that Amy Lawrence is talking about. Oh, interesting, Jerry. Uh, Well, as you know, I've been in my new condo for just over a year now, and it's already worth more than I paid for it. That's right. It's worth more in just a year's time. So stop paying rent and build equity with Carney Bank. They make the entire mortgage process very easy. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. You will learn more when you do that. Rates are still low, and you don't need to put down 20%. Go with Carney Bank. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. We have a couple of segments on this show that we yeah. have named. One would be the Hey, Good For You. Hey, Good For You segment, yep. Hmm. Listen now. Uh-oh. Amy Lawrence, a Hey, Good For You segment. What? Uh-huh. Odyssey Sports what? Minute. Then we'll come back and wrap it up on the fan. Hey, Good For You. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. A brutal night, horrendous losses for the Mets and Yankees, and hopefully they'll do better today, Al. Warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today for tomorrow. Visit CarneyBank.com for details. If you're in the Tampa area, Jerry, and you haven't got your vaccination yet, there's a new incentive. You get a vaccine and you get a picture with the Lombardi Trophy. See, I think that's actually cool. That and I'll cool. tell you why. Back in 95 or 6, whatever year it was, I went with Beningo to an event for the Devils and they had the Stanley Cup there. And they allowed season ticket holders. Now, we went as part of the media. Um, they allowed season ticket holders to go take it. It was cool. I think Ken Danico was there. So you got to take a picture with the Stanley Cup. Yeah. I think this is a great idea. If you're in Tampa, you take that picture with that Lomb- real Lombardi trophy. The real one, Jerry. Not a fake. Not fake news. Okay. I think that's a great idea. Real Why not? Lombardi trophy. Yeah, incentivize people. I feel like I went and got my uh, vaccine with no incentive. Yeah, like, me too. I didn't get a cool photo. I didn't get free French fries. Or how about nothing. New York lottery tickets? I didn't get New York lottery tickets. Absolutely nothing. I agree. I feel like but oh, if oh, that, hi, boom. if that's what it's going to take, so be it. You know? I guess. I see Mark liked his balloons, huh? Well, they're very heavy. He can't take those home. Well, why not? One of us could have. Oh, boy. Boomer's going to try and smash his butt through on them. Okay. I hate when or balloons pop. pop. Yeah. There goes right deep left. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone.